We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi. There it is, 8.06. The Bob Rose Show. Roland, Greg Cassidy is here as well. Your time check? That's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always... Yes! So, day after the election, a lot to talk about. Big wins in Florida, and one of those is our U.S. Congresswoman, uh, Kat Kamek, and she joins us right now on the Bob Rose Show. Good morning, Kat, and congratulations. Oh, thank you. Good morning to you guys. Pretty resounding victory, uh, over 60% of the vote. That is fantastic. And I think, uh, you know, one of the many takeaways is Miami-Dade going Red, that's historic. What are your thoughts? No, it is. I mean, and when you look around the country, and there's still a lot of races that have yet to be called, I think Florida is going to be looked to as the model. People are all over this country waking up and saying, what the hell is going on? And they look at Florida. We had a clean sweep. Governor DeSantis had a huge win. Marco had a huge win. We picked up four congressional seats. And so I think people are looking at Florida and they're going to emulate it around the country. But never in a million years would I think that New York and Florida would be saving the republic because it looks like the seats that we won in New York and Florida are going to be the ones that flip the house. And that's going to be critical because this has not turned out to be the red wave that we thought it was going to be. Yeah, and do you think expectations were a little too high? Did uh, Republicans, did maybe we underestimate the importance in some states of as the abortion issue? Uh, for instance, in Michigan, they put it on the ballot, and Whitmer, who really clamped down on people during COVID, I thought she was going to pay the price, but uh, yeah. in- instead she came out way on top. You know, I think it's a couple of things. I think that there were a lot of races in around the country that – we shouldn't have been playing, and they were so far out of reach, heavily, heavily Democratic, um, that we forgot some of the closer, more battleground seats. And I think there's also been this narrative in Washington that you can buy seats. People, regardless where you are in the country, they want to see their, their member of Congress, their senator. They want to see their governor. They want them to show up. And, you know, to DeSantis's credit, he was in every single county in the state of Florida. I know for our team, we were traveling the district nonstop. And I know that some of these candidates around the country, I would be up voting in Washington and I would see these folks. They're not elected, but they would be in Washington for weeks on end. And I'm thinking, Washington doesn't elect you. The the folks back home do. So I think it's a couple of issues. I think the abortion issue played a factor in certain parts of the country. I think we had some candidates that were a little too comfortable without doing the work. And I think that there's this mindset that needs to change in Washington 
that money is going to buy everything. It it helps, but at the end of the day, you've got to work your tail off. You've got to earn the vote of the people back home. Well, in reference to that, Stacey Abrams, uh, man, she had like $105 million in in donor money, yet uh, she couldn't beat Kemp. And, you know, the difference was uh, was pretty good, pretty reasonable, I guess I should say. And and so along those lines, your point's made. But then the other thing is, is it's odd to me that Kemp would do quite well, but yet um, Herschel Walker is struggling in other words, if you like the direction of Georgia, led by a Republican, wouldn't you consider to a greater degree more Republicans? Instead, they, they stuck with that you know, far-left guy, Warnock. Yeah, and I think that's a, an interesting dynamic. The ticket splitting that we're seeing across the country is really interesting. Um, obviously, like in New York, we're seeing uh, the, the head of the DCCC, the, the biggest head of the, the Democratic Party, lost his congressional seat in a very safe Democrat seat, but then they kept Hochul. Um, these are really interesting dynamics playing out, and I think maybe there's, uh, dare I say, candidate quality issues, right? You've got candidates that are coming in with really interesting backgrounds that maybe don't, people look at it and say, hey, I, that's a nice guy or gal, but Maybe they don't need to be in the Senate, or maybe they don't need to be in the House of Representatives. There was a lot of candidates that had never really had any job or experience outside of politics, or maybe they were lawyers, and people are like, you know, I want someone who's going to come go to Washington and really fight and have experience to lean on rather than just kind of going up the chain of career politicians. And we're seeing that play out in all parts of the country. So the ticket splitting, it's real. I think people are voting um, not based on party but on candidates, and they want to see people who want to get things done. Um, We're in this era of the celebrity politician, and uh, I think people want to move away from that, and they want to see things accomplished rather than the fight playing out within the party or you know one party against each other. It's really interesting how much ticket splitting is happening. Yeah, I was kind of uh, surprised by the Hochul win. Uh, Maybe not because Lee Zeldin was great. I thought he was a good candidate. But I thought the crime issue was really resonating with New Yorkers, not just in the city, but in in the state as well. And and she was um, in denial about it. She was oblivious to it. Uh, When that guy uh, got out and and murdered his estranged uh, wife, she was like, yeah, there's a problem with the system. I mean, you are the system, lady. I, I, I was surprised that that she won. Yeah, well, and I'm, I'm I'm looking at the returns now. You know, a couple of our candidates that we had gone out and endorsed: um, Anthony Despacito, firefighter. He's winning his race right now, and he was running on a very tough on crime platform. But then you look at the results in that district, and Hopel was winning. And so I think there's this mix that's happening, this ticket splitting where voters across the country, they're looking for balance, they're looking for some some parity across the board. I think re- resoundingly they're rejecting one-party rule. And as more results come in, particularly from Arizona and, and Nevada, we'll really get a sense of what the dynamics are going to be. I think we will ultimately win the Senate by one, and I think we will take the House, but it'll be by a, a smaller majority than what we thought which means that we have to work that much harder. We've got to be that more serious 
We can't play these stupid games where we go after each other all the time. We've got to stay 100% focused. Well, yeah, the good news is uh, it looks like you've got the House. Um, and now if the Senate remains you know, either deadlocked or goes to the Dems, how much can you get done uh, in the House uh, and, and get something that will actually pass the Senate? And then you've got the hurdle of getting over Biden as well. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Would this really hurt your agenda if you didn't have at least a uh, one-seat lead in the Senate? Oh, absolutely. I mean, without a supermajority in the House, there's no way that we could force the Senate towards our agenda. And uh, that's going to be really frustrating because we have to stop the Biden agenda. We just can't survive another two years of, of Biden and company and the ridiculous tax and spend, you know, the, the overregulation, the we're going to tell you how you want to live your life, calling parents domestic terrorists. All that has to stop, and that will continue if we don't have Congress as a whole, meaning both the Senate and the House. And so I, I am very, very uh, – I'm glued right now to returns. We're having conference calls all day today uh, within the House and, and the Republican Party, making sure that we've got all the poll watchers and canvassers and people who are, who are deploying and have already deployed out to these battleground states and seats. We want to make sure that we're we're counting every single vote because we're going to need every single vote. Because, like I said, if we do not have the House and the Senate, we're we're going to be in a very very weak position to do really anything. And so I, I'm I'm a little nervous this morning. I'm happy about our win, of course, and I can't thank all the listeners out there enough for trusting us for another two years. Uh, just means that our job's going to get a little bit harder. We're going to have to be a little bit more vocal and um, work that much harder to make sure that we're picking up seats around the country. And my goodness, Florida to the rescue. Right, <laughs> right. Kinda- uh, and, and real quick, a uh, last question, and, and to your point about quality of candidates and kind of questioning that, last question. How in the world did neck baby Fetterman beat Oz? I don't get it. Uh, I mean, is is this man going to wear a hoodie in, on the Senate floor? Yeah, uh, I, he had. To, it, this is absurd. I I caught the clip this morning at about one o'clock, um, where he had to read the sentence for, that said that he's going to be the next senator from Pennsylvania. I, I mean, he has absolutely no place serving in the United States Senate. It makes me absolutely terrified um, that this man's going to have a security clearance. I, I don't know how he won. I think we have a lot of uh, a lot of come to Jesus conversations that we're going to have within the Republican Party, and we've got to have a very serious uh, conversation about what we're going to be doing in 24, especially if we don't win the Senate. Um, I, I'm very very nervous right now <laughs> about some of these ballot drops that are happening on the West Coast as as folks are waking up. But mm. I, I I just when you have a liberal progressive like Fetterman, who is now going to have to be controlled by an even more progressive staff, that's pretty wild. Um, six years of Fetterman, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that crying baby is going to drive the folks in the Senate crazy. So, yes, I'm asking you. <laughs> Uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, congratulations uh, on another term. Uh, You deserve it. You kicked butt. Keep up the good work. Keep the faith. And uh, hopefully uh, good things are coming.
I think so. Appreciate you guys, and thanks to everybody for your trust and your support. Two more years. All right. There you go. Congresswoman Kat Kamek, big winner last night, over 60% of the vote in her district. We've got a lot more to talk about, including the latest on Nicole. That's coming up. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.